In a world where you need audio heroes, several nerds will come together to fight for nerd kind. It's time for nerds to step up and unite. It's time for a crisis on Infinite Podcast. Welcome back to the nerdy news you need to know throughout the week on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world. Because <laughs> my name's Hoodie. Kevin. And you're officially listening to this Thursday episode. What, Kevin? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. I'm happy you got to do that this time because I got tongue-tied like five times before I actually okay. hit, my, hit it at the right time for my, the show on Sunday. It sounds dirty. <laughs> I'm not meaning it dirty, but my tongue has been trained by saying it over 250 times. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But also, henceforth, today's episode is the day Mario died. I was there. The day Mario, Mario died. died. <laughs> uh, but yes, as of today, it's April 1st. Um, there's no pranks from us on this. Just there's some truthfulness happening from us. But apparently, according to Nintendo, as of this podcast recording, uh, Mario is unofficially dead because they're getting rid of all the uh, Mario 35 games and merch and everything. It's all gone. You can't find it anywhere, apparently. And now it's up to Mario Jr., to take over protecting the Toad Kingdom and get revenge for his yes. father. They never had a Mario. You know what? Oh, man. I want to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie again. Oh, that just, I don't <laughs> know why. I just been like, oh, that's exciting. It's the closest we'll ever get to a live action Mario. Oh, no, we're getting a Mario movie eventually. Oh, yeah. They did announce it, didn't they? I, I think it's from that. like DreamWorks yeah. or something. Okay. Well, may, we'll, we'll have hope. You know, one day we'll get to watch Mario be redeemed and uh, not be called Mario Mario. And now Yoshi's a xenomorph. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. He's not just a tiny turtle man with a big-ass body. He's a whole xenomorph thing. But anyway, <laughs> on today's show, it's pretty jam-packed. Because while I was gone, Kevin held down with Faith on Monday's episode. But literally, as soon as they finished recording, Disney and everybody else was like, here is content for you to talk about. This so happens. What's the curse of the podcast? Curse of the podcast. Like, here you go. More stuff. Uh, but today's show, we're talking about the Bad Batch and Rick and Morty trailers. Some movie delays. We have the cast officially for Obi-Wan Kenobi's Disney Plus series. We have a new Pitch It, which is going to be with the Thundercats movie. And, of course, the DC check-in. And we'll end the podcast with, should Comic-Con still happen if it's happening over Thanksgiving? Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we think. Yes, I think we should. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, Kevin, where can you, the people, listen and follow us at? You can listen to us and follow us at if underscore pods on Instagram and Twitter. And to follow all our hot blogs, actually get a link to the show where you can actually look at the blogs while the show is playing. It's hot995.com slash crisis crew. <laughs> a lot of content there. Um, we'll be happy to, uh, that uh, I'm back. We found out Kevin didn't know uh, how to log into the the thing anymore so now he does things have changed since i moved on from the old hearted radio station two-factor authentication is what's changed and it's annoying af i will tell you that <laughs> because it logged me out when you tried to log in i was like well this is my friday <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry buddy it's fine it's fine but we always start the show of what you're watching and what you're playing now obviously because i was on vacation for five days we're Gonna mix things over with what you're watching and what you're playing. Um, oh, it's Thursday, so I get to go first regardless. Uh, so yep. I guess I'll do what I've been living. Um, so I went to Atlanta over the weekend uh, with Maura, aka the girlfriend, aka a couple episodes ago, she was on this podcast. Um, and we went to go visit her sister and her sister's husband, so brother in law, I guess, technically. I don't know. Um, but it was cool because I had no idea that. I mean, I knew the MC movies like were a presence in Atlanta and yeah. the studios is like sort of south of Atlanta, but like buildings like we watched far, um, Spider-Man Homecoming maybe like two days before we left. There's really like 
all of the New York scenes are pretty much filmed in Atlanta. It is TikTok about that actually filing Marvel buildings in Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> oh, that's there. Like um, Avengers: Infinity War, where like Tony and Pepper like find like figure out like, oh, we're gonna have a kid or whatever, and Doctor Strange appears. That was in Atlanta's Piedmont Park, which is like their big full grown park and they actually like CGI a river behind them. They make it look like the Hudson. Cool. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was pretty cool things there, um, but it was cool. Went to the aquarium, um, saw some fish. You did go sweet. I went to uh, very expensive. I will tell you that. Um, <laughs> it was $90 including parking, but this is a friendly reminder, a friendly heads up. If you're going to Atlanta's aquarium, I think it's really called the Georgia aquarium, but whatever. Um, Atlanta aquarium has more alliteration, so it makes more sense. Uh, pay for the parking. Cause it's only 12 bucks, but you get to pay in the, you get to park the museum, not have to worry about, you know, getting your car broken into or anything in Atlanta. That's always a, a concern of mine when I'm, when I'm visiting other states is getting the Venom car broken into. I'm like, oh, crap. I don't yeah. Know and a lot of that is just like fear induced anxiety. You're like, oh, I don't know. My car is exposed. I need it to be under a, a shelter, <laughs> even though it's just as exposed because the, there's no locks or anything on the stairs. I'm even an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really fun. I had Zaxby's for the first time. And oh, and? I will say this might get some heat. This might get some heat on this podcast. I'm, 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 take, take. I'm ready for it. This is a hot take. I still think Popeyes is better. Whoa. Whoa. Just saying. Just saying. I don't know how you feel about chicken. But I don't know. It could have been our experience, too. We were in a drive-thru. We didn't get, you know, the sit-down full experience. But it could have been just that one Zaxby's. I did like my piece of bread I got with my, my little pieces of chicken. So that was great. Them fighting words. Actually, I went to Zaxby's last time we went to North Carolina for uh, Thanksgiving. That's how it was my first spot in North Carolina. I'm going to Zaxby's for dinner. Let's go. <laughs> um, other thing is uh, what I've learned. Uh, if There's Biscuitvilles. Apparently, this is a big thing. Pretty much from like South Carolina to North Carolina is this chain of restaurants called Biscuitville. It's only open from like 5 a.m. till like 2 p.m. Apparently, there's lines around the block for all of them. They're chains. And it's like you get the best biscuit there, apparently. Biscuitville and enter. And make sure our next vacation destination takes us through that route. Great. (laughs) There you go. Yep. (laughs) Also, side note, did they have any um, cookouts down there? Oh, my gosh. Oh, cookout. That's you speaking to my heart, bud. Uh, So I knew a cookout because when I used to travel for Young Life uh, to Rockbridge, which is the Virginia camp, there was one in Harrisonburg. They built a ton of them in Virginia Beach, like where I'm from. So whenever more and I would go home, we go get it. There is literally a cookout like every other stop on the way to Atlanta if you take 95 to 85. And so we got cookout on the way down and cookout on the way up. There's one, I believe, in the either it's on the eastern shore. I don't, I don't I can't remember what city it's in. But if you haven't been to one, cookout is basically Taco Bell for, for cookout food. Yes. Like you can get the most food for like $15. It's yes. crazy. And I know this is a nerdy <laughs> podcast, but it's okay. We're talking about food right now. And you get the tray. Do not get anything else. The tray is the best combo deal in all of America because it's like $6 with tax or whatever. You get an entree and then two sides, but the sides aren't really sides. They're just more entrees. More food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, my go to is a double cheeseburger with grilled onions, cheese. And all that's free. That's not extra for all that stuff. Two chicken quesadillas and a large cheer wine. My goodness. I am, was wired up in that car ride. <laughs> I, literally, I literally fed my entire family, family of three, for like $22. Exactly. I was like, this it's, is great. It's you can come here tomorrow. And the thing is, it's good. It's not even that bad. Like it's, I don't, It could be. I don't know. I don't want to think about that. But I'd rather have a cookout burger than McDonald's, honestly. Yes. What is, so, so have you had a tray, Kevin? Yes. I, when, I, when I got it, I got double cheeseburger. With a side of nuggets, fries, and a, and a big Coke. Like, yes. This is great. And, and it's the weirdest thing. And 
this is going to be the minute snippet for this week's episode. They have normal cheeseburger on the tray menu and a double cheeseburger. They're the same option. Why would you get the one cheeseburger and not the double cheeseburger? Who wants one cheeseburger unless you're a child? Well, I mean, sometimes you're just watching the figure. You can't have the extra meat. You don't know how much that meat weighs. You need that protein to work out. You know, who cares if they're slabbed on cheese? A ton of cheese on it. Who cares? It's protein. Fine. It's fine. It's vegan cheese. <laughs> um, but so that's what I've been living, I guess. Um, but watching, uh, like you and Faith talked about last week, I did uh, watch only the first episode of Invincible, that ending. Whoo, dog it. And I feel like there's more stuff in the other two episodes <laughs> I haven't watched yet. This is a side question, but because t- today's Thursday, those episodes come out on Friday, right? I believe they come out Thursday at 5. Oh, snap. I'm excited. Thursday at 5 o'clock, actually. 5 P- o'clock Eastern time. Ooh, PM or AM? I think it was might have been PM. People were saying okay. like they like the the, the non midnight factor of it, so it might be oh, five o'clock Tuesday. Give, day give you evening. something to watch, you know, in the evening. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was good. Uh, it was a little slow. At least the first episode was slow at the beginning, but the end was like, oh, now, Kevin, did you watch all three yet? Yes, I did. All right. Now, did they answer what happened with that in the other two episodes, or have to wait? Um, they're stringing you along. Okay. All right. Now, me being me, I already went and found a comic and read it, so I kind of know what happens. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of string you along. But it, 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 it's it, it's it more kind of builds on his son in the in the next two than does on what that, that person awesome. did in the mm-hmm. first one. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> um, and it's that and then Falcon Winter Soldier. I, this episode was a lot way better. We actually watched it. It was weird because like there was a lull in time where more and I were gonna go to the aquarium. But Emma and Greg, her sister and brother-in-law, they uh, they had to go to work. So we're like, oh, we got nothing to do. Let's watch the Falcon Winter Soldier. So they had no idea what was going on with the show. It's only a second <laughs> episode, but it was good. And I think like I'm excited for that show with Isaiah Bradley, the Patriot that they're setting up eventually. And then Wyatt Russell as John Walker. I'm like, whoo, this, the second episode, you're like, oh, I hate you at the beginning. I kind of like you. I hate you again now. <laughs> like, wait, like we said in our episode, in Faith episode on Monday, we were like, how dare you try to make me like him? How dare you? <laughs> but it's so smart because those 45 minutes, you're like, all right, they kind of convinced me a little bit that he did that cool shield move with his friend that becomes, uh, is, was it uh, Battlestar? Uh, Battlestar. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, I didn't know what that was. I thought that was fake. No, that's a real Marvel hero. He's, he's real. Um, and I said it on, on our episode on Monday. Sort of behind his name Bucky, like the other one, but they changed it because Bucky actually is the derogatory term for African Americans back in the day. So they changed the Battlestar. Oh, it's kind of okay. like a mutant. Yeah, I can knock if you Bucky. Knocky if you Bucky. I'm excited for that. Um, I, I've heard rumors. This was going to be in the news. We'll talk about it now. Uh, the third episode is supposed to be its longest one. So I'm excited to see where it goes. We'll see because we got like three or four of those type of articles during one division. And they're like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it was, so and so that's what I've been watching and playing. Kevin, what have you been watching and playing? Um, watching, uh, like I said on Monday, I watched just a season finale, series finale of... Um, Superstore, it was bittersweet. I was like, oh, that's so sweet, but dang it, this show was cool. So <laughs> kind of sad about that. Um, I've been watching a lot of interviews about Lauren Lauren Ash, who plays um Dina on the show, was on Twitter. She's basically fighting back tears. Like it was uh, it's happy, but I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. I, like, so, I follow her on TikTok. She's actually pretty good. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been watching that. Uh other than that, you I think on Tuesdays is the King and Queens marathon on FYI. So I, I check it out every week. That's pretty cool. Oh baby, <laughs> that Kings and Queens marathon. <laughs> Episodes I've seen four million times. I can't get enough of them. I'm still watching it. Um, <laughs> other than that, really, really just just the DC shows. That's all I've really been watching right now. Now, so because I wanted to talk, this isn't really news, um, but like 
Do you feel like there's less hype surrounding uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier than there is WandaVision? Because I saw a great TikTok about it. It's like, there's not been as much TikToks and everything about like, oh, I got to watch it. So excited. I don't know, because my TikTok feed, every other story is a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. video. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good question. Um, they've been saying that it's, it's, it's being watched more than WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, and the content I'm seeing posted on YouTube and stuff like that is still getting a lot of views. Uh, maybe it's just not as uh, maybe um i guess universal as you want know, vision because mm. Vision can actually be somebody's gateway into the mcu whereas this seems like a show for the mcu fans already mm, true, that makes true. sense yeah so maybe it could be that but i think by the end of this show this could be another gateway show like oh my gosh this is amazing but i want to see more let's go watch the winter soldier you know yeah well that's the like, interesting <laughs> thing is that my um i think this happened after we recorded the other day when it was you and me last week my mom texted me and was like oh i'm loving falcon and winter soldier i'm like did you watch? He's like, oh, yeah, I've watched all the things this, to catch up. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right. You got a cool mom now. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, we don't give her too much credit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the one more thing with Falcon Winter Soldier before we get to the news. Wyatt Russell uh, is getting not really controversy, just getting heat on the Internet for being Wyatt Russell. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So uh, probably like the same type of fans that were like the, the, the bad Snyder Cut fans. Mm hmm. Basically bullied him off Twitter and saying he doesn't he shouldn't be Captain America. I'm like, you know he's not real, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's weird, like obviously, like you gotta separate art from the artist, like we've said many a times on this podcast. And this that really this is more of the character from the person playing the character. But yeah, I mean, I get yeah. it's funny to make fun of it for a meme when it's the character, but if you're making fun of Wyatt Russell for being a character who the character is replacing Captain America, you're, you got the wrong thing right there in the process. You're not liking. And, and the thing about it, he's basically like a, a, a heel in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to not like him, <laughs> but him, the character, not him, the person. Yeah. Like I know if I go in public and, and meet, you know, the Triple H is not going to give me a pedigree in the middle of the street. I mean, he could, <laughs> if you do <laughs> something bad, he will, you know, he'll get a sledge, he has a sledgehammer ready to go, Kev. You may, you may get sledgehammer and get like, oh my gosh, I need to do it now. I'm like, oh God, no, leave me alone. And then it's like, oh, you know what? I just got sledgehammered. Well, that sounds dirty. I just got hit by a sledgehammer by Triple H. This is great. <laughs> that would be cool. Actually, my goal line is to get Stone Cold Stunner. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, then know. you're like, you know what? I'm never going to take these clothes off again. These are the ones that hit the asphalt pavement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never changing his face. <laughs> uh, but things we're not changing, Kevin, is the news because it's time for the news. It's time for the news. Funny side note: when I did that in front of Faith, she was so confused. It was hilarious. She's like, "What is this?" And was she confused by the Yu-Gi-Oh part, or are you just saying the new, 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 new news? The whole thing. Like, why did I say it like that? Why did I go to a weird voice? It was funny. I had to, it, had to explain to her afterwards what Yu-Gi-Oh was. It, was it helps us separate, you know, the fun stuff from the news, which is also fun, from the DC check-in. It's why we have these little little jingles with everything. Kind of separate the podcast in chunks. And then we don't need no fancy production. Let's do it in a mouse. Well, we could, well, you know, we love some fancy production, <laughs> but, you know, we, we use with what we got. <laughs> uh, but, Kevin, let's go. let's talk about these new trailers. So, literally, probably, like, couple hours after you and Faith recorded the podcast on Monday into Tuesday, Bat, uh, Star Wars and Rick and Morty both released trailers. Which one do you want to talk about first? Rick and Morty first, because I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it, it's uh, season five, right? Yes, season five, you're right. Um, so they got a new trailer. Uh, it was like the short version on social media. You could see the full thing on YouTube. Uh, but pretty much the main thing we found out is what, Kevin? Uh, it's going to be debuting at June 25th or something like that. Uh, June, I said it was a Ju- June 20th. June 20th. Mm-hmm. I was five days too late. 
That's story, okay. Story of my life. <laughs> uh, so actually, I want to see what June twentieth. But what was your sort of highlights from the trip? It looks like we might finally get that uh, Cthulhu the uh, like scene from the intro every time. It's like, oh, we're gonna have an episode maybe close to that. I thought that. I also thought it looks like it's gonna do a lot more of the um, satire of other science fiction shows. Which mm-hmm. It's kind of been dabbling with last season like this time they're going like full board and like, it looks like they are on like transformer stuff it looks like they're doing like almost stargate looking stuff so i'm like oh i can't wait for this yeah i'm excited <laughs> uh june 20th is sunday uh so obviously watch them when you can but kevin like that's that's a show you've kind of like taken ownership of at least on this podcast of being a huge fan of yeah like a little bit of a fan and then once i binge watched like the first three seasons i was like this show is amazing like i said it's basically a more adult version of futurama and futurama is another satire on science fiction that's why i really like i really like it. oh voltron's another one that'd be kind of, be kind of satire too. yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's what i'm excited for there's an aquaman <laughs> parody sort aqua vampire parody sort of yeah and that and then it also it was like it looks like the family's doing a lot more stuff together this year then and again it's all it's also gonna all be one episode Mm-hmm. knowing them it could be a one of the, kind of like a morty's mind blower thing that is true that is true <laughs> um but yeah i'm excited like obviously rick and morty's sort of been in and out of being top of the head of pop culture and i'm excited that you know for the people our age the voltron reference is like all right cool i love it i respect it i don't know what this dog thing in a in a fish tank thing is doing coming back in time but i love it and then there's that where apparently multiple ricks in the family are fighting each other yeah, there's definitely some 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 um, Rick Finley going on there. See what I did there? Because I got yeah, in there episodes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't the only trailer because Disney, which they did something else too. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But they released pretty much the new full trailer for Star Wars The Bad Batch, which we now know is coming out May 4th, a.k.a. May 4th, pretty much a month away from now. And it looks good. Can we talk about that one the one Bad Batch guy that took the robot to the, um, the death? Um, shoot, what are they called again? Uh, battle droid. Yes. <laughs> Took the one battle droid to Suplex City. That was awesome. Oh, record. I love seeing yeah. German Suplex out of context. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you remember uh, the last season of uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which oddly enough ended last year, pretty much when this episode comes, when the yeah. first episode comes out, um, that last season we got sort of, sort of, pretty much a backdoor pilot to all these characters for the Bad Batch. We got Wrecker, Hunter. Uh, I don't remember the other ones. That's going to be hard to remember. Uh, uh, I don't Okay, I don't remember all of them. Um, but the Bad Batch is essentially a group of like renegade clones that have sort of gifted abilities, whether they're super strong, can hunt, go with tech, tech, technical stuff, or just a cool leader with it looks like Rambo. That was pretty much his skill. <laughs> and it was, it was the first three of Clone Wars last year. It wasn't the first five. Uh, I think it was like first three. It was an arc. I know that because pretty much the whole arc involved yeah. finding Echo, who, you know, throughout in the Clone Wars, you're like, oh, he looked like he died when he was rescuing. Uh, oh, I don't remember. But the, the tiny Jedi off the prison planet, he looked yeah. like he died, found out he was captured and uh, was sort of turned into like a hybrid droid. That's sort of his gifted abilities. And he joined the Bad Batch at the end of the Clone Wars. Um, it's cool that this like we said, we kind of predicted last time we talked about this i think like during the disney investors day in december that it's going to be them sort of fighting off against the empire at the time and just sort of existing and i'm kind of getting some vibes of some halo reach with it a little bit i was this point, i would get the suicide squad vibes mm-hmm. I, could, I could get that yeah. too like <laughs> so we find out like the tr- like we found the first episode is going to be 70 minutes long come out may 4th what? which is great wow. yeah that's awesome um so pretty much two episodes sort of like a mini movie i mean yeah pr- technically a movie um and it'll probably be most of the stuff that's in the trailer where it's them probably escaping 
Camino uh, after they've sort of wanted by the Empire. Um, but it really looks cool. We're, we're getting appearances by uh, Fennec Shan, who's going to be played by Ming-Na Wen, who we saw in The Mandalorian. Uh, we're getting... Uh, what is his name? Oh, come on. It is from Rogue One. Forrest Whitaker plays him. Oh, uh, save the Empire! Save the Empire! Save the Oh, uh, Saw Gerrera is cool yeah. because they actually got the actor who voices the young version of him in The Clone Wars. He's going to be voicing the character again, but he's slowly like looking like Forrest Whitaker's version in Rogue One. So it's a cool little ma- mending of both of their appearances. Isn't, Sa- isn't that Carrie Payton? Uh, am I wrong about that? That voices Young Sagarera? Uh, no, nah, it's another actor. Uh, it's not Carrie Payton, but uh, okay. it's someone else. And then we also get uh, Captain Rex is coming back and obviously voiced by D. Bradley Baker, who's going to be voicing literally every other character in this show. Actually, I thought that was him. It was like, it was like a, a quick little like uh, aside to it. I thought that was him. Though. Yeah, it was probably the quickest little clip to focus on a different character. And it's because you know Rex's armor. You see it. You're like, oh, crap. It's about to go down, which I think is great. And I think this will be the bridging point of where we see Rex at the end of Clone Wars to where he pops up in Rebels with uh, Wolf, Commander Wolf, and the other guy. I forget his name. Oh, Gregor. That's who it was. And, yeah, that'd be a cool, a cool bridge. I hope. And... I'm still hoping that we see him in uh, Mandalorian at some point. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, I mean, they have the actor. You know, Tamar Morrison can play Catherine Rex again. That's totally okay. Uh, I think another interesting thing we've talked about in the past is maybe Ventress popping up in this. I know there is sort of a canon with the book, um, but I think this would be cooler if you know she got her due. The, the animation looks even better than it did in Clone Wars, surprisingly, yeah. especially with the Rex scene you look at where it's like all the sun is beaming off their armor. Um, but I'm excited for a month from now. Yeah, I get, I get a feeling this show may, may be about them like finding out the like the remnants of the Trade Federation that's still using like all the droids mm-hmm. for um, for warriors and kind of just rooting them out. That's what I feel like it's going to be about. Then eventually they're just going to wear the Bad Batch, some kind of like mercenary group. Yeah, for hire. And it'll be interesting to see like where that this show weaves is this, if it's only going to be a couple seasons because Rebels is kind of end dated where it can go, sort of you know at least as far as we know. Or if it's like I kind of mentioned like a Halo Reach where slowly but surely you have this team of five or however many Spartans there were in Halo Reach and they die one by one. And that's a franchise that could be so much bigger than it actually is. Could have been, you know, it's on <laughs> well not Paramount Plus, Kevin. That's where it's going to kick off again. <laughs> And then the game's delayed, so yeah. Yeah, one day. One day we'll get there. But that wasn't the only Star Wars news we got, Kevin, because we found out the full cast, well, the main cast, for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. And they have a pretty stacked. I mean, it's great that all these actors are in this show. I'm happy. I only care about one. Hayden Christensen. That's the one I care about. Um, So (laughs) as of right now, it's still tentatively called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Could be Kenobi. Who knows? We'll get there once we probably get a full trailer for it. Kenobi! Kenobi! Uh, which would be cool if we got that to happen. Who knows if we will or not. Uh, but Ooh, cool. he, uh, obviously we got Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, which we found out at the Disney Investors Day. Uh, but other actors we got announced. Moses Ingram, Joel Egerton, and Bonnie Pease, Pizey, um, who, if you don't remember, they actually played um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Revenge of the Sith and uh, Attack of the Clones. Pre-Skeleton. Pre- Pre-skeleton, yes. Uncle. Uh, so they played the young <laughs> versions of them, and it's really dope that they're coming back. Um, this fun thing, fun assigned is, I think I told the podcast about, uh, more and I watched um, the, was the documentary on HBO Max about the cult. Um, Bonnie Pies was the oh, actress, yeah, yeah. was a Star Wars actress that was in that cult, then got out. And I'm just excited she got a job. Oh. I'm like, all right, girl, let's go. Your life turning around. 
she got out. <laughs> and she, and she got out. Uh, but on top of that, we weren't there and done there. We also found out, we kind of talked about this a w- couple weeks ago, Indira Varma, who uh, you might remember from Game of Thrones, she's coming back. People are very convinced that she will play um, Duchess Satine. There we go. Got it. Got it. Um, and then we got Kumal Nanjiani, Rupert Freend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., a.k.a. Ice Cube's son, Soon Kang, who you might remember as Han, not Han Solo, but Han from The Fast and the Furious, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie. Story about um, Han from uh, Too Fast, Too Furious? What was the Too story? Fast, Too Furious? Which one? Uh, no, he's in Tokyo um, Drift to like Fast 8. Tokyo Drift, yeah. yeah. And so the story is somebody, were, they, they were talking about um, Han on like an Xbox Live party chat. And it was like, hey, it sucks that he's died and he died. And this was, this is right before, um, it's right around when Force Awakens came out. And they get somebody, why would you spoil it for me? I didn't want to know that Han Solo die. I can't believe you spoiled it. They do. I was talking about Han from um, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is really cool. Um, obviously, we don't know most of those actors what they are. The rumors right now are that Moses Ingram that she might be a young Ahsoka. That's what a lot of I'm hearing a lot of people sort of like, oh, she could be this because she to- teased on Instagram that she's gonna be messing with lightsabers. I think, though, the smart money to put that on is that she could be an Inquisitor. That'd be cool. Because um, the Inquisitors get lightsabers, too. You no, know, I, I, I I'll actually say either her or, I don't know if she is, but Simone Castle. Because there are a lot of female Inquisitors that was rolling around on um, Rebels. So the, I'll put that, put that put the money out there. Oh, Rupert Freen looks like a good male male Inquisitor or a very bad Rebel uh, Imperial officer. I can yeah. see that. We're just looking at pictures. That really doesn't tell us anything. It's because it's a certain picture they use. But I, I just, I just like to think that, like, while Kamal Nanjiani was shooting internal, so I was like, "Hey, why are you here? Um, you just up over here for us, real quick." Yeah. yeah, this is Star Wars, by the way. What I hope though <laughs> is they gotta use Kumal Nanjiani smart because if they should use him as a droid, I think would probably be the best thing to use him for because then they can use that comedical take from him. Because if you use him the wrong way, it's too much. A la Men in Black. With the new Men in Black, where it was like, okay, Kumal Nanjiani, you gotta quit it with the tiny little alien you were. Love that, actually. You I still haven't seen that. You don't need to see it. It's okay. If it's on <laughs> HBO Max or something one day, maybe watch it there, but don't pay for it. Um, but that was uh, just a friendly reminder of the news with the show. It's gonna take place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith um, and will be directed by Deborah Chow, who directed a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. And they're they're getting in shape. I've seen a couple of I don't know if they're fake or real social media videos of you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen sort of getting back in the lightsaber fighting shape. I feel like you can save a lot of money if you just can get cast it in a Disney Star Wars or Marvel movie and they pay for your meals and your and your workouts. Yeah, I mean, that's how you lose weight. You're great. I mean, that's we just need to get in a Disney movie and just you know, that's how we exactly. that's how we get fit fighting fit. I, I when I'm bald, I kind of like Luke Cage sometimes. I guess I could. I, I can look Luke like Luke Cage. I need lifts. I need lifts, but I can do Luke Cage. That's easy. That's movie magic, baby. <laughs> you see, you're fine. You're fine. You're the, you're the face thing. You're the face thing. <laughs> um, but talking about um, some things that are coming on the way, let's also talk about the flip side of the coin: some delays because two big movies have been delayed both by a week, oddly, which is kind of weird, but it's making sense because as the world's getting back to sort of a little normal and movies are deciding to finally come out, I've, I've actually been seeing a ton of trailers actually for movies that I'm like, this is coming out. I don't even know what that is. Sure, great. It's it's the tossaway movie. No one wants to see. I was like, honestly, I forgot about Obi Wan to, to the casting was got posted. I was like, oh yeah, making an Obi Wan series, cool. Yes, I'm like, all right, cool. Show me the trailer. <laughs> then I remember. Um, but we found out Venom Two is getting delayed by literally a week. Uh, so no longer will it be coming out on. Where is it? Do, do, do. 
Oh, yeah. It won't be coming out on my birthday anymore. It is going to be delayed to September 24th, 2021. The first movie I'll see when I turn 28. Oh, so one week. It's, not, it's kind of like, didn't do it with Godzilla? That's supposed to come out last week and came out yesterday. Mm, yes. And then so, the the other thing is with that, uh, speaking of Godzilla versus Kong, have you seen it yet? No, I'm waiting for the weekend. Yeah, I'm waiting for the weekend, too, to watch it. So we'll talk about that most likely before Falcon and Winter Soldier, because... Who knows if it'll be, it, it's been, I've seen, it's good if you like monster movies. Um, but another HBO Max movie that's supposed to be coming out, Mortal Kombat has been pushed back a week as well, and will now be coming out instead of April 16th to April 23rd. That's funny, that's the day for my birthday, so that's funny. Both, both birthday movies got pushed back. That's birthday funny. movies, uh, <laughs> so there you go, little treats there, so if you're anticipating waking up on those days, the original dates, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. <laughs> I feel kind of bad, actually, because since I knew that, uh, Converse Godzilla was already out nas- uh, internationally. I read the plot. <laughs> oh, yeah. That. that's the- I mean, it's a monster movie. You know, there's not that much plot about it, Kevin. I mean, obviously, that's who w- well, you know who wins, though, don't you? Yeah. Don't you spoil it for me. I swear. Not, I want to be in Spence. I don't even tell you what team I'm on because I know you're like, oh, well. I'm just like, where's my self-control? Like, I don't have any. Uh, well, here, I'll ask you this. <laughs> since you know about it, uh, this will probably be good. Are there post? Well, do you know if they're post-credit scenes or not for it? I didn't read that far down. I just read to see who won. Uh, well, that's pretty much all the way down. <laughs> Could I, well, no, I won't. That's, that's all, right, that's all right, cool, cool. All right, let's move it on to the next matter. Speaking of Godzilla versus Kong, already, and it's not even, I mean, who knows how to gauge its success because it's, you know, we're in COVID now, but the director, Adam Wingard, has already been tapped to helm the Thundercats movie for Warner Brothers. Thunder, thunder. Thundercats, ho! Okay, so he's the one that goes ho. The other one, who's the Masters of the Universe is I Have the Power, right? I have the Thundercats, ho! Okay, cool. I See, here's the thing. I grew up watching those things because they're on the Cartoon Network's Boomerang, which is the old TV, all the old cartoons yeah. are on that one. <laughs> I think everyone grew up with those. Those were the were the prime. We make these cartoons to sell toys. Cartoons, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, so even though the movie's already really not really a weekend, um, it, they've already given director Adam Wingard Thundercats. So he's which is the show from the 1985 1989 by Rankin and Bass. Um, I probably might have heard it from me a little bit in passing. Uh, Snarf which is the little sidekick thingy. He always goes, snarf, snarf. I make fun yeah. of that all the time. And I call Teddy. I tell Teddy. That's how I think Teddy talks. He goes, snarf, snarf. I want a treat. Um, that's a different Teddy, story. Teddy, 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 <laughs> Teddy, Teddy. Teddy. Um, but uh, it says the film will use the animated series as a jumping off point, but Wingard is going to take it in a direction he's been thinking about for many years. And that leads us into Pitch It, Kevin. Uh, I think this movie should maybe take place on a different planet. Uh, well, obviously. Actually, I I, wait, did Thundercats take place on I'm pretty sure they did. I, 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 a little before, so I'm not too uh, too knowledgeable on the um, on the actual like legend legends of it. Mm-hmm. Planet, um, definitely. I want to see a planet full of um, cat people. That'd be more, um, I guess, futuristic mm-hmm. because the Thundercats show was more medieval looking, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, as far as casting, I have no idea. I really don't. um yeah it'll be interesting Uh, that's that's the thing i guess i'll go in with my my pitch it theory is i think it's gonna be an animated movie i hope not well if it is almost kind of like um into spider Verse, a little bit more um fancy that makes sense yeah i think yeah probably a little bit more creatively animated obviously it's warner brothers so it's interesting it'll be interesting to see how they animate a movie because we don't really get that many animated movies from them obviously unless it's like a batman directed dvd movie um 
Actually, hold on. What is it? Oh, it'll be a hybrid of CGI and animation, is what it said. I read, I read in the in the description. Oh, actually. there we go. The, the only two movies to do that well, in my opinion, are uh, Pokey, um Detective Pikachu and Roger Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Well, I don't think Tom and, Jer- Tom and Jerry was not good. I don't <laughs> think that's gonna be. I don't think that means real people with animation. I think it's gonna be. Um, Will be the closest movie. It's gonna look a lot more, probably more like a, a DreamWorks movie than anything. It's probably what it was trying to say. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that because if they do like that thing again, I'm just like, oh, well, stop trying, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I, I don't know that much about Thundercats. You know, probably could ask my parent, my dad, about Thundercats or something because that's probably the animated show he was watching. His Rick and Morty when he was like at night in the '80s, you know. Um, but. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it with my dad, and there'll be cool merchandise to buy. Look at that sword. That'd be cool. One thing I'll say, Lionel, the leader, should probably leave Luke Evans. Give him, give him, give him his uh, starring role besides Hunger Games, slightly. Luke Evans. Mm, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe not Luke Evans. You know, give it to like a what's his name? Who is the Madman person? Madman person. Madman person. Madman. Oh, uh, John Ham. John Ham. Give John Ham something. You know, he needs to be a lead of a franchise because he really hasn't been since Mad Men. <laughs> Hollywood really missed that Bruce Wayne sweet spot for him. I don't know why they just didn't do it. It was, it was there. It could still happen. We get old man Bruce Wayne. Who knows? He was. I mean, he was in Invincible fact, with a cameo at the beginning. As a matter of fact, Bruce Wayne or Clark Kent, he could have been either one. It yeah, just didn't true. do it. <laughs> uh, that, that's a, this is a side topic, but with uh, Invincible, um, do you always just? I keep popping up. Oh, the X-ray thing, which tells you who's in the scene. I'm like, oh, look, there's that actor. There's that actor. My question is, why do all these streaming services don't do that? Because that is so helpful. I mean, I guess it <laughs> interferes with you watching the program because like, I'm like, oh, who's that? Who's that? I'm not paying attention to the screen, but I don't know. Let's think. I'm watching a show on Netflix. Who's that? And I'm on my phone while something, something's happening. I'm trying to see who's actor is or what I see them for. Whereas on X-Ray, I just hit the button. Okay, that's, oh, okay, I see him in that thing. Cool. Oh, cool. Look, trivia. And it goes back. Yeah, um, it's so helpful. Yeah, but I Thank think you, um, I think back to Thundercats. I'm excited. It's gonna have a cool ass logo. You know, they'll probably update, modernize the Thundercats OG logo. Um, a cool ass merchandise. Time will tell. Definitely, if it, it goes through with Transformers, and which apparently we're getting a new movie with that too, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know when though, because it, it's like the second time they did now new plans for Transformers movie. But then that was two years ago. Then the pandemic happened, so. Who knows when we'll actually see yes. pen to paper. But what I want to know is when are we going to get a better G.I. Joe movie? <laughs> There's a Silent Snake movie coming out, I think, next oh, year, yeah. isn't That's it? true. It's Henry Henry Goldine, uh, who is the guy from yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, so that's coming at some point, I guess. Uh, I didn't really mind the second one too, too much. I, I didn't think it was that bad. Was they killed everyone the off? The first one was though. weird. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true too. They did kill everybody. Everybody died. Um, but yeah, so that's coming in the near future. But something that's coming this fall is that we know who is gonna play Professor Utonium in the newly named Powerpuff show coming to the CW. And Kevin, it's one of your Scrubs favorites. Yes, and I'm still upset that I didn't apply for that job to be the producer of that show. But that's fine. <laughs> uh, um. It's going to be Donald Faison of Scrubs fame, of uh, uh, Titans, Clueless, a um, bunch of other small things. I, mean, I think he was in um, Rise of the Republic, I think, too, for a little bit. That, uh, other yes, Star Wars he was. And he, he, uh, big Fat Liar, he was the chauffeur driver. And he's also in um, Can't Hardly Wait. He was, he was part of the, uh, the, uh, the upper of the band. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. Um, but yeah, he's going to be uh, Professor Drake, uh, Professor Drake Uranium um, in the new Newtonium. CW Newtonium. Uranium. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get your elements right. 
fat explainer what I was reading it and I thought, oh, that's an R. No, it's a T. <laughs> this makes this show a little bit more like, hmm. Like I texted you the other day that I think I may watch that Kung Fu show coming on CW. It looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. This show giving that same kind of vibe. Like, oh man, so sneak an eye toward this. Nobody's looking. And that and that's the thing <laughs> is that and you know, Mora, I talked to her about it. She, someone who watched Riverdale, she's like, I just hope it's not like Riverdale, where it's just like it's sort of like it ran out of source material. I was like, all right, let's make it them all five years older now. All of a sudden, in the like two seasons ago. Oh, that happened? I didn't know that. Wow. Apparently that happened. I, I only get the the, the uh, sort of tertiary information from her. Um, but we already know Dove Cameron, uh, Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Yana Peralt will be starring as Bubbles, Blossom, and Buttercup. We know he's going to be Professor Utonium. Who's going to be the mayor and the mayor's assistant? <laughs> I'd say one of those, they had the monkey on there, too. Mojo Jojo? Mojo Jojo, yeah. I mean, what's the stuff, what's the stuff, stuff animal on Legends again? Why can't I remember his name? Bebo. So I'm saying it could work. It could work. <laughs> and here's the other thing. Here's the other villains they could use in Powerpuff. Mojo Jojo, him, H-I-M, which was like the creepy one, which I think they could do, which is like the red devil looking one back in the day. Him could be oh, yeah, a yeah. great character to use in a modern Powerpuff because like back in the day, the 90s, him was like very progressive and a little more, um, I guess, a little bit more fluid. And I think bringing that villain in and modernizing it would be even great for today's times. You also have Fuzzy Lumpkins, Princess Morbucks, uh, and the Rowdy Rough Boys. So I'm excited to see all those villains. I saw people don't pull a, a flash where it's like, he's actually the good guy. No, he's not. He's really the bad guy. We just know yet. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but Kevin, talking from one CW show, let's talk about some other CW shows because it's time for the DC Tekken. Chicken. Uh, I watched all of them this week. Good for you. And speaking of the Flash, let's talk about it right away. Jordan Fisher, the homie, has been cast as Bart Allen, aka Impulse, in the Flash. Most likely in about five five weeks from now in the episode of the Flash. Do you think this is going to be like the new Kid Flash? I don't know Thinking how it goes because I know I, th- I remember Impulse was on Young Justice like he was I don't know what season that was of Young Justice but he came back in time and he was like I'm the Flash and Kid Flash had to sort of train him back in the, in on that show then on that show they actually killed off that like kid that Kid Flash he became the Kid Flash yes on that. so I mean it, it could work out I mean we haven't had I mean we haven't had a kid Kid Flash on the Flash in a while so it could be sort of them filling in um, but. Who knows? I am cool, glad that, you know, Jordan Fisher, hey, get a superhero role because you deserve a superhero role. Yeah, Jordan Fisher, I know that name. Cool. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously, if you don't know who Jordan Fisher is, a singer, uh, one Dancing with the Stars a couple seasons ago. He was also uh, mm-hmm. currently, I think, or was most recently in Dear Evan Hansen, the play on Broadway. And he was in Netflix's To All the Boys P.S. I Still Love You, uh, which was the second uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm also wondering, too, if is he older or younger than Nora? That's the other question I have also. Yeah. So obviously we already we have already had Nora on the show. Uh, that was well, it's funny enough, like two seasons ago. It seemed like it was like last season. Um, and so it's cool yeah. that it is another uh, mixed actor. I think it's cool for Barry and Iris to have that. Um, there was a funny thing of like... Uh, in this week's Flash, it was like, oh, your kids, they won't happen because you, you killed me. Iris, like, possessed Iris was like, our kids won't happen because I'll die. <laughs> That's the other question I have, too. I wonder if it went because of crisis, if they went from having a girl to a boy, kind of like Niggle did. That could happen. I mean, I don't think so. Actually, no, it, it hasn't happened because um, in this week's episode of The Flash, uh, 
Papa Joe. Uh, Joe had a, a newspaper clipping of uh, excess Nora in behind him, so she still exists post crisis. That's a good point. That's a good point. You're right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, well, at least but, the past, present, whatever you want to say. But it's still good. It's kind of good to see that um, the Flash is still a very diverse show. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. Obviously, we've kind of talked about how the Flash has a lot of characters. Um, a lot of characters that like don't really do anything, but it's cool to have another speedster. And I mean, we'll talk about the Flash now. Like, I thought this week's episode was probably one of the better episodes in the past like year and a half. Oh, I agree. I think this was a really good episode. Um, it, it definitely felt like now we're in the swing of uh, the new season. The new se- mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm still not sure what's going on as far as the big bad stuff. <laughs> I love the season. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on, but I love it. <laughs> But it's cool because it's not it's not as predictable as okay. I, I know you're going to beat Mirror Master. I just need you need you to do it. Come on, hurry up, get to it. You know. <laughs> yes, sorry, my microphone detached. I had to fix that. Real quick. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you're totally fine. It's okay. Um, but so obviously this week we we the Speed Force is out and back. AKA Barry's bomb looks like Barry's bomb. She's out and about. Looks like this season we're dealing with interpretations of gods sort of on the flash that's what i thought because at, at the end of the episode uh the the, the personification of the, of the speed force goes they're like me i was like what does that what does that mean they're like you they're, they- they're scary force and strong force literally just force <laughs> something of speed force uh strength force and mind force yeah like, what, 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 what the force for the fourth force wow Ooh, the fourth force there you go <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know what the fourth force would be i guess uh it's not like yeah. Avatar, like water, air. I don't know. They could do whatever <laughs> they wanted to. Um, but I really enjoy this episode. I think uh, the Caitlyn thing is interesting because I kind of talked about how I was like, oh, Killer Frost could be set up to be a villain now that they're separated. Um, and now she literally is. She's the villain. We're going to arrest her. So they'll probably get back together. But it was a cool callback to, you know, Robbie, Amel uh, with Professor Stein, like, them yeah, being Firestorm, cool. obviously with Jax too. But having that be a callback, I was like, oh, that's a little sad that Caitlyn has to use the Matrix her dead husband <laughs> used all the time. That's right. They were married. I forgot about that mm-hmm. part. And then they were married. Because mm-hmm. then he died at the beginning of season two in like a weird thing. Oh, he's gone. That was pretty much it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yes, I think it was like the start of season two or season three. And he sacrificed himself uh, to protect the planet because there was like a big speed tornado. But Professor Stein survived. <laughs> Oh, oh, he's dead? Oh, he's dead? What? All right, there we go. Um, but yeah, the Flash, it looks like we're getting a bottle episode next week, where is, uh, is Chester Pete Crunk, I think was his name, and Cisco are yeah. going back to the 90s to prevent something. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I think I texted this to you uh, on Tuesday when it show aired. I was like, I really, really hope there's like a, a random Legends reference. That'd be so cool. And, and obviously, hopefully we get to see that, because that's... Mostly coming up in May, but hopefully, you know, we get some tea ups of like, hey, what's what's happening with the legends? That's you know, the show we I mean, I like the best at least. So that's another thing too. I forget. Usually by this time we're close to wrapping the flash up, but we're like just in the beginning of it. So this is gonna go through the summer. Yes. <laughs> and that's partially why the reason why Supergirl uh aired its first episode last night where Superman and Lois had its hiatus because of COVID. Kevin, what happened on Supergirl? Uh basically I think it was kind of like the beginning of the flash. They kind of wrapped up last season in a nice quick little bubble. Um, Lex Luthor injects himself with something that gives him godlike powers. They find this other substance. Supergirl is kind of like the other Flash show. It's very sciencey. So they, they find this other substance that's kind of like his kryptonite, and they shoot it at him. And then, but when they shoot it at him, he also shoots Supergirl into the Phantom Zone. So now they got to figure out how to get her out of the Phantom Zone. And they also kind of confirmed the um, the uh, relationship between Brainy and Dreamer, which was 
played by our friend Nicole Mates. Yeah. Um, did you like it? I mean, you haven't, you and I haven't really actively watched Supergirl in forever. Did you enjoy it? Or like, oh yeah, this is a little different. Yeah, yeah I haven't really watched every episode since season three, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because before it came on at nine and I was going to bed. Yeah, so, I go to bed. Yeah, I go to um, but I enjoyed it for the fact that it was very, it moved really quickly. There was lots of action. It wasn't much like, you know, CW story drama building. It was more like, you do this thing. Can I just go do it? Can mm-hmm. I do this thing? Can I just go do this thing? So I enjoyed it for that factor. I think I might give it, uh, I'm going to try to watch it a couple more times because it's interesting to see how they get Supergirl out of the Phantom Zone. But I also know that Melissa Benoit is not going to be on the show for a couple episodes because I think either she was pregnant had a baby yeah. or she was pregnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was pregnant doing it. So, I'm curious to see how they write around that. That'll be very interesting. Um, yeah. But other than that, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it'll be interesting because uh, when whenever Superman and Lois come back, Supergirl will be bought on pause again. So it'll be interesting. All right, cool. Guess what? Pause it again. You'll see it in June, I guess. I, I hate the rule that primetime starts at 8. I wish it started at 7. That way we can have three hours of Superhero you know, shows. We love Jeopardy and Wheel of <laughs> Fortune. But, you know, CW, you don't need to, you know, a whole hour of Blackish on there. We've seen Blackish a lot when it was normal when it was on the first time on ABC. Also, I think Wheel of Fortune is fixed. There's no way people are that smart to fit out in puzzles. Because I can't figure them out. Well, I mean, some of the puzzles are pretty easy, Kevin. You know, it, it depends on which ones. <laughs> which ones are these? you tell me now, sir? <laughs> um, but we also had one more show. Black Lightning's on a brief hiatus right now. Um, we had like Batwoman. Next. We have to next. Yeah. I hope so. Um, Twelve Batwoman was on. Uh, main things we got: Black Mask. The villain is in it, uh, which is really cool. Roman Sionis. It's interesting to see now we've had an actual live action interpretation with Ewan McGregor, full circle back to there, um, to see what he looks like now. Um, really more of like he's the leader of a, a big gang, more than being a rich person floating his money everywhere, sort of. A little bit of hints of that. Um, but we really were dealing with Ryan's ex and sort of how... A little, it was yeah. interesting because there was a little bit of um, police budgeting, police just policing Overall, yeah. in the episode, is really like a little little hint of it. Not as much as Black Lightning has done. I think Black Lightning did a little bit better. Um, but I thought this was an all right episode. Yeah, Black Lightning kind of punched you in your face with it. And you're like, this is what we're talking about. Really- First episode. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a good little episode, I'm actually kind of interested in how they're going to resolve. The Ryan thing isn't really over. It's just kind of put the... Not Ryan. Um, Kate thing isn't really over. It's kind of put the... Band, basically, uh, Black Mass found her on that plane and... Mm. She tried to fight them, for, and I guess they guess just beat her up really bad. Now beat her, her up really was, bad. Quotation yeah. marks. Yeah. Um, but between that and like you said too, the the, the dichotomy between um, I think her name was Morgan, the the, the, the black officer of the Clo- of the crows. I I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know the side characters really. I'm black, but I think they're kind of teasing a relationship between her and Ryan, which is very interesting because her sister was like, "Yo, she's fine." She's like, "No, it wouldn't work out." So the one thing that I thought was weird was that <laughs> their father did the funeral. I'm like. Is he a pastor too? Like, what's he doing a few? <laughs> He's captain <laughs> of the crows. Oh, that was a cool thing too. Uh, in the Flash, they actually had a uh, crow security, but they were just like yeah. security guards. And it's, whereas in the in Batwoman, they they police the entire town and not the police. That was kind of like a, a cool little allegory. They did that in Black Lightning a couple weeks ago. Also, the episode when they brought um, um, Channing and McLean's well, not Harry character anymore. Mm-hmm. They brought Jennifer back. They were like, we need a thing that take forever to make. I know a guy to give it to us really fast. And basically off screen, the flash brought it. Thought that yeah. was pretty cool. I think that's <laughs> probably what we'll get for crossovers this year. I mean, they kind of said there's no big crossover. Obviously, we're at this point and don't know anything about it. But I mean, hey, that's cool. It's, just, it's good world building, universe extending. We like. 
I think the most we'll get is maybe we'll get like a Cisco in a in a, in a, a scene of Legends, something like that. Oh yeah, I mean Legends kind of connects everything together. It's, it connects everything else that's doing their own yeah. side adventures. Um, but that was the DC check-in. Batwoman's going to be on a break next week. Flash will be back, obviously, with a time travel episode. And Supergirl will be as well. Black Lightning will have to wait one more week. But, Kevin, we're mm-hmm. not done because Comic-Con's apparently happening over Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, yeah. You want to go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like flights are going to be really expensive during Thanksgiving for some reason. You can't, yeah, but right, right now you only book through August on Southwest, so there's other thing. Yeah, you know, just wait till August. So August is what? That's four months. Well, today, yes, that's four months from now. So yeah. November, carry the one. That's new. So June, there you, you get go. to book our uh, November flights. No, July. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so what we we touched on this on Monday show, but she never been to a convention, so she doesn't really know the in, all the ins and outs of going. What do you think about going to a crowded indoor space after a pandemic? <laughs> Uh, here's the thing like I, PAX oddly enough um, which I've been to PAX East uh, in Boston they announced we're doing PAX virtual and they literally and it's an email to press we're not so sure that PAX West the one that happens in uh, like September and August is even going to happen this year either Wow! so just be ready like open honest communication right there and I was like you know what? That's a great side of this coin. Then you get to this other flip side of this coin. Um, the you know we love Comic Con. We love talking about it. Never been. We've been invited, but you know it's a little expensive to go to San Diego, especially flights from here. Um, I think conventions this year shouldn't be happening. I get they were gonna they we figured out they were gonna cancel it this year in July. They said we'll do something small in, in November. Having the whole convention in Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving isn't small. Because, I mean, you're still dealing with a lot of travel during that time. And people traveling to California to see that family, traveling from California to see mm-hmm. that family. Those airports and those hotels are going to be like, bam, smashed together. And it's like, hopefully by then we'll be uh, a little further along than we are right now as far as getting Knock past this wood, thing. I think if the vaccination rates were higher, when I say higher, I mean people were actually getting it and not, not getting it. And they weren't wasting and throwing away vaccinations every day because nobody wants to go get it. Mm-hmm. Confident about it, but since people are still like trust the government, I don't want to track me. Twenty twenty two. I'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they did. Obviously, uh, they've gotten more attention. You know, press is press. Bad press technically is press. Um, a ton of smaller actors, smaller creators. Whether it's like they're making comic books, they're making the merch vendors. They've they've already tried to get out of going to Comic Con. Um, saying they're not going to attend this thing during Thanksgiving, which is, like you said, already a busy travel weekend. But apparently Comic-Con organizers are trying to sort of threaten them to go by saying, well, we don't have to let you invite you to next year's Comic-Con, which will you know be the one everyone wants to go to once everyone's vaccinated, um, if you don't attend this year's. That's not cool. Uh, bullying never works. Uh, <laughs> especially <laughs> with this community of people, you should we should know that bullying is a bad thing. Like that shouldn't even be a thing that they're trying. Yeah. To. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, like you said, like just to have like well, let's see, let's say like Denver, which is probably would be a halfway point from everyone on the East Coast to get to San Diego for as an airport. You already said, like you said, you have the people going home, people just traveling for work, and then you have added all these. We'll say a thousand nerds going, nerdy people going to Comic Con. Makes it a lot worse than it should be. Also, I, I just went to the website to see see, see what, what what they would say. Apparently, Awesome Con is happening August twentieth. August twentieth. <laughs> August twentieth through twenty second, twenty twenty one. In the convention center, or is it virtual? Is the same. Walter E. Yep, at Walter E. Washington Convention Trailer, they already confirmed on their home site. It looks like uh, George Takai and Christina Ricci will be there. Apparently. 
Well, this will be interesting. We will see. Well, here's the thing, though. Now, this isn't to say Awesome Con is lesser than Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con. You know, they're two different. You know, Awesome Con is isn't as big as San Diego Comic Con. At San Diego Comic Con is San Diego Comic Con. Awesome Con, like yeah, you and I have pretty much been here since it became what it is. Like a couple of years ago, I don't think it even existed, or as much as it did now. Um, but I think. No, no, I think we just get ready for next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say it's probably on the same level, maybe a little bit bigger because it's in D.C. than the, the one in Northern Virginia and maybe below, just below the one in Philadelphia, but not not too far away from it. Um, but yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> now, here, this is interesting, though. Um, they said, we look forward to a time where we can gather again. We, of course, want to state we will only hold the convention if we can safely. So they could delay it again. This was obviously, they said that update you just read in February. Um, I think they're going to be smarting on the ball most likely in the next two weeks or so and be like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not like San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, cause, I mean, because let's be honest, a, a, a lot of the, 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 the geek culture aren't the uh, cleanest of people. And the last thing I want to do is be caught in the, inside of a recirculated building with recirculated air and mm-hmm. just breathing in all the COVID. Mm-hmm. Breathing every variant known to man. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, if you live in San Diego, go ahead for it. You know, that's a couple hours drive. But if you go on from New York, or like us from DC area over there, you know, maybe wait a little bit. Maybe wait a year. Maybe a year or two. Many, I don't think we'll have any foreign fans there because they're, I don't think they can travel here. So that's going to be a whole, all mm-hmm. people from probably Florida and surrounding surrounding states at the WrestleMania. I'm not going down there. Oh, thank goodness, Kevin. Because <laughs> if you are, I'd be like, I get it. It was cheap, but I don't know. <laughs> if I could stay with Rose, if it wasn't the pandemic, I would go. Wow. But she's like, oh, you, you're coming from another state, coming to my house? You better get out. You better no, get out. You're not allowed. You can sleep with the dog. You can sleep with Torment. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, it's happening. We'll see, obviously, in the next couple of weeks. Most likely... Something will happen by next week. Uh, what if they're gonna keep doing it Thanksgiving or what they'll switch on it? But we'll keep you up to date on that. But anyway, that does it for our time here on this week's podcast. Look at that, we got through it all, Kevin. Went by so fast. Went by so fast. Aww. You have you have time goes so fast when you have fun. <laughs> Let me check Twitter. Anything else to talk about? Anything to talk about? Come on, Twitter. Twitter. Give me something. Give me something. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, let's see. No, uh, NASCAR. Uh, no, I don't want that. Uh, there's some, there's some duckling, um, Star Trek rubber duckies things coming. Ooh, uh, all right, all right. That didn't really give me anything, man. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> Halo Infinite delayed to 2022. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Has that already happened? <laughs> Has that happened? Has we talked about Kotaku just tweeted it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Did we just will into existence? You willed it. You did that, not me. I didn't do anything. Well, I just well, talked. Now hold on a second. Is this April Fool's prank? Maybe it is. Maybe uh, it's actually coming out. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me click this link. We'll see what it does. Oh, three, four, three. All right. Well, we have one more thing to talk about. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is uh, this is breaking crisis. Uh, Kevin, give the news right there. Hey, we have it delayed to twenty twenty two. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> This is from 343 Industries' uh, official Twitter account. And mind you, it is April Fool's. So take things with a gram of salt. But if it's from the official account and it's a delay, you don't really say anything. Um, But studio head Chris Lee uh, said, Today I want to share an important Halo Infinite development update with the community. Building upon community feedback and after extensive consultation with our talented and passionate dev team, we have made the difficult decision to delay Halo Infinite until summer. 2022. My 
goodness, Halo. Come on. Give the Xbox people something to play. Come on. I'm, I'm glad, uh, thankfully, you didn't buy your Xbox Series X on the hopes that it was coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> wait, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, here's the thing a lot of people in the comments are saying, ah, you got me. Ah, you, that's not real, but uh, people are saying, nice try for, for three. I can't get trolled that easily. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll revisit this April 2nd. We'll revisit that. this on Monday and talk about <laughs> that and just to see if it happened or not. But hey, if we were right, we were the first ones to talk about it. <laughs> Did either one of us draft that on our fantasy game? I don't know. Well, actually, let's we'll look it up. We'll talk about the fantasy league on Monday for sure, but let's see who has it right now. Uh, as of right now, who has it? Ooh, Kevin, you might need to, you need to change your list right now. You have a <laughs> lot of delayed games on there right now. Um, all right, well, that does it for us here. As always, you can follow us at Infinite Underscore Pods on Instagram or Twitter. Or Kevin, where can they go to find out more about Halo Infinite? <laughs> Hot995.com slash crisis group. As always, my name is Hoodie. And I'm Kevin. Have a great week. Happy April Fool's Day. Everything we said here is factual. Maybe except the Halo Infinite thing. We'll find out more about that on Monday. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, we did a funny joke today. Yes. We were good. And you've officially listened to this episode of what, Kevin? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. Halo's never coming out. Never coming out. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.